Welcome everyone to Curtain Jerks, the podcast that brings you the fun and funny of wrestling each and every week. I am your host, Scott Narver, and with me back in the saddle again, this horse is so happy to have you with your saddle, you. Yes. Sharif Nasser is here, at the Nasser on Twitter. Yep, that's that's me, and I, br- and I brought my horse and my saddle. Well, good. Yes. We gotta save gas. The gas prices are too high. We're hurting the environment. An inconvenient sequel, truth to the sequel of truth, is back, so, you know... Got to be aware of the environment, everybody. Yeah, that, that's an inconvenient title as well. It's it's bad. They use too many of the same words over and over again. That 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 sounds very allegory. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and I know over on the sister podcast, the Sports 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 podcast, you can listen to Al Gore showed up on that show. Oh, did he? Yeah, but we don't get that political here mm-hmm. on this show. No, we just we just talk about how awesome Trump is from time to time. Oh, WWE Hall of Famer. Excuse me, with with the the, the lack of respect. Excuse me. It's it can be upsetting. It, it can be, and yeah. of course, Linda McMahon is uh, doing something with small businesses mm-hmm. there. I mean, it, it's uh, if you if you've taken a stunner, you're probably in this administration. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's a nice lady, though. Oh yeah, she's very nice. She's the kind McMahon. I met her. You did? I did at WrestleMania. What? Yeah, she's very nice. What did what what, what, did, what did you talk about? Uh, dead ass. Damn right you did. No, just she came over. And we're chatting, and she just came over, and shook her hands, and said, "Oh, hello, nice to meet you. Thanks for coming out." I was like, okay, I see why you get this political thing. Mm-hmm. You do it well. You come up and you just you make people feel nice. She was shaking hands. Were there babies there? Was she kissing the babies? She was kissing the babies and shaking the hands. That's that's how you that's how you get elected to office. Mm-hmm. Shake hands, kiss babies. She knows how to do it. Or have a really powerful friend that you've worked with several times, and you tell your husband, you tell his ass to get my ass a job. Damn right. And that's what well, that's the other way you do it. Yeah. Man used to own Raw for a night, mm-hmm. uh, shaved Vince McMahon's head. Mm-hmm. Least he could do. Hosted a couple manias. Hosted a couple manias. Hosted a couple Raws. Mm-hmm. The least he could do is get that ass in the White House. That's right. Yeah. And he did. Yeah. Get him out of Vince's there. I like how we said we don't get too political, and we've just spent like the first two minutes going straight in that, that ass politics. We're just reviewing the facts here. Absolutely. That's we're, what happens from we're, time to time. We're truth seekers. You know, and the truth is right now, many of us didn't call this right. The The, the internet exploded. Shinsuke Nakamura is number one contender. Uh, yes. I didn't know if that was a religious thing. I didn't know if you were just breaking out in a song, if this was a special day. If, if it was, was going on, if it was religious, I'd be uh, facing towards the east. Okay, uh, I, I was not there. I was just facing some direction. Where Shinsuke from? The east. See, I didn't. I'm not sure. That he's he's a, that's a little further east. And where we live, I think it's probably cl- easier to go west, and then you get east. See, these things I don't know. See, I, I've traveled the world. I, I know the I know Ooh, these things. Oh, world been, traveler. I am. I, I've been to the Philippines. I've been to Egypt. Really, I've been, and many places. Yes. Hmm. Yes. I have not been to as many places as you. Hey, stick around me, and that will change. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. But Shinsuke, number one contender. That is awesome. I'm so happy. Are you? Uh, No, this is just an act. Of course I'm happy. Like, I was, I was going to wear my You were not shoes. happy last week. I, I was not happy. Like, that. Like last week was literally, like, super long day of work after a long week of work. And like I come straight here and it's like, okay, let's, let's do this thing. And I just couldn't get up for it. And then I think, oh my God, they're about to bury Shinsuke with John Cena. I mean, Barry, I mean, that's not, there's, how is that even burying someone to be featured as the number one contender against the top guy in the entire company? It's like, oh, they're going to bury him. He's being showcased. No, absolutely. Like, I, like that was my fear. Okay, you, you never okay. know what happens when you're when you get paired up with John Cena. You never know. You tend to know ninety percent of the time. It's <laughs> yeah, I lose, but I get to wrestle John Cena. And if he goes to the back and goes, that kid's good. Mm-hmm. That goes a long way. It, it absolutely does. And I think last week on the the podcast, I said that uh, I was predicting Cena the win. Mm-hmm. I think like. In my heart, I felt Shinsuke was going to win, but I was just putting it out into the universe that I thought Cena was going to win, so keeping my expectations down. That's the best way to prove that you were right, is to acknowledge mm-hmm. that uh, the week previously, you said one thing, but felt another. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I, I learned a lot from this administration, so... Exactly. I was right. The world was wrong. Uh, Shinsuke is the number one contender, and... That is, that is awesome. That's a really cool thing. So that rights all the wrongs. Do you think WWE just sought you out and heard and went, you know, Sharif, 
hated everything last week. He mm. hated all of it. Yes. How can we write this wrong for him? I, I think they did. I, I know that there are some top executives that only get their advice, uh, their their future plannings from this podcast. Mm-hmm. So obviously they knew, hey, we got we to gotta throw Sharif a bone here. And sometimes, you know, the I have my white male voice going out there mm-hmm. and they're like, we don't care. Yeah. We don't care. We got your demographic. We don't need you. Exactly. Exactly. You're, you're, you're in. I'm my, in. My, my people, like, they're working on a type of brown person. They, right. They went for the biggest population of them, you know, the billion, but there's still, you know, there, there's, a, there's a billion Muslims in the world. You want to get that demographic. That, that's two billion people if you get in the Muslims. Boom. That's, what, two-sevenths of the world's population? You're... You're making bank. I, yeah, I guess so. I mean, they, they tried it ever so many years ago with Davari and, um, oh, why am I blanking on his name right now? Uh, Hassan. Yeah, uh, Muhammad Hassan. Muhammad Hassan, yes. That guy was going to put butts in the seats. He was. He was a hero. He was. He was a great hero. Mm-hmm. You know, him and, him and his buddies, him and his martyrs taking the Undertaker. Oh, God, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get killed for that. No, it's fine. I bet you can't even find that on the network anymore. I bet they removed it. They, they, I would assume so. Probably. Yes. So, okay, so Shinsuke, number one contender, heading into SummerSlam. Is this the match for you? Are you going to now be pissed if Shinsuke loses? Uh, I, will, I will definitely be upset. I will... I, I will continue to wonder why they keep having the belt on Jinder Mahal. Um, however, I, I don't think there is any chance Shinsuke is going to lose this match, but he's not going to keep the title for long. That is what I think is going to happen. Okay. I think Shinsuke wins, celebrates, Baron Corbin runs down and cashes in. The old SummerSlam cash-in that they've done a number of times? I think that is what's going to happen, unfortunately. And, I mean, you get the belt on Shinsuke for a little bit, you inflate Baron up a little bit. Hey, mm-hmm. it, it, it makes sense. Yes, they, they, they do it at SummerSlam way too many times. The only cash I've ever seen live was at a SummerSlam. And that was which uh, one? Alberto, Alberto Del Rio on uh, CM Punk. Oh, you're right. With Kevin Nash causing all that. Absolutely. Oh, man, I was so mad at that one. So mad. I'm like, yeah, Nash, cool. No, leave CM Punk alone. <laughs> Shit, not Alberto. Ah, oh, this. I'm not buying a shirt for this one. This sucks. Yeah, they, they, I think they picked the worst time to have, like, Alberto was the heel, but he was getting cheered so heavily in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. Like, it was like, ooh, this is this is not exactly how they planned it. But, yeah, I, yeah. I saw that cash in once. Um, yeah, and I think we're going to see... Either on the, I think there's going to be one cash in the SummerSlam, okay. whether it's Baron Corbin or it's Carmella. Mm. I would put money if you are a better. And if you are a better. I, I am. I'm actually going to Vegas next weekend. Are you going to bet on this? Um, if I can find a some casino, places do it right. I've never found a casino that does WWE bets, but like I'm sure there's something like in downtown Vegas that that would take this. Okay, Twitter people, go on Twitter. Tweet at the Nasser if you happen to know of any casinos in the Las Vegas area that allow uh, WWE betting, so that way Sharif knows. Absolutely, yeah. I, I, if, if I can, if you uh, find me one, I promise you all, I will put a hundred dollars down on some sort of WWE bet. Probably, will there be a cash in at SummerSlam? I will put a hundred dollars that yes, there will be one cash in. Wow. Okay. I'll do that. I will absolutely do that. So that's a cash in that you're not looking forward to. I am not looking forward to that cash in. No, I know you've been, uh, you've been uh, teetering around the idea of another cash in. You seem to have mm-hmm. some idea of what uh Carmella, the, the perfect cash in might be. Absolutely. And I think this one could work for either Carmella or uh, Baron Corbin. I think this could work for either one of them. Okay. Um, but essentially, I hold off until Survivor Series. Raw versus SmackDown, right? And No bragging rights? No. Nope. That's gone? I, like uh, That's Raw versus SmackDown. Bragging rights. Well, they do this last year at the Survivor Series, they did Raw, the standard Survivor Series. Yeah, I don't care for it. Bragging rights. Or you could do it at bragging rights. Anytime, like, you just need to have, like, some sort of five-on-five elimination match. That's why I was saying Survivor Series, because okay. that's the typical match. Either sure. It could be at bragging rights. Either way. Um, what happens is, let's say, SmackDown is up three to two, right? Okay. And you have the champion and the briefcase holder, mm-hmm. right? 
So the two Raw people work on the champion for a little bit. Champion goes to make the tag to the person. The, the third person is also knocked out, right? Okay. The third person who's not the champion or the briefcase holder, knocked out. They're out of it. So champion's trying to make the hot tag when all of a sudden the briefcase holder goes, nope, drops from the ropes, grabs the briefcase, cashes in during Survivor Series or Battleground during that match, creating a championship match right in the middle of that one. They go, they win, they become champion. Immediately, the, ch- the former champion gets eliminated. The person who's now champion, who was the briefcase holder, says, screw this, I don't need to be part of this match. They walk out, get 10 counted, and then it's two on Raw versus the last person on SmackDown, like AJ Styles or Charlotte, depending if we're going male or female. Let me play the role of snarky wrestling fan, please, and put on the hat. Okay, I could never imagine you playing this role, but please, I'm going to put on. I'm going to put on the hat. Now, hold on a minute. The Survivor Series match isn't even done yet. How can you have a match within a match that isn't done? Damn you, WWE logic. Exactly. Okay. I I think I think it is unique. I think it would be uh, a great swerve that this would happen during another match. I think uh, it would be a very talked about moment. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think it would be interesting. I, you know, we've seen a million times like cash-ins after matches or it's one of the reasons I love the Seth Rollins one. It happened just during a match changing a uh, just a straight up one-on-one match into a triple threat at Mania, mm-hmm. which, which I, I was a real big fan of. And I would like to see more creative uses for the briefcase versus, oh, the champion just had a hard-fought match. Here comes the briefcase holder, the cash-in mm-hmm. on someone who, you know, just had a match. Finishing I- move, finishing move, they win. Exactly. And even like with if with the Survivor Series bragging right style, that probably is still what's going to happen. It's going to be finisher, finisher, they're out. So, and then you have the poor champion who just lost her belt and is then going to get eliminated for some Survivor Series. Mm-hmm. Setting up some uh, good storylines further on down the road, how this person, whoever cashes in, inf- like put themselves above all out. They put themselves above their team. They, and they, they cost, they cost their, their team the match. And I think it would be an interesting uh, story to go with. I do like this idea. It is very interesting. Right? Right? But now I see it coming a mile away, Sharif. I spoil if it, if it happens. I'm Are a- you covered in the pool? Um, if this happens, if this happens, well, I will. So as far as like pool as like our, my fantasy WWE. Yes. Like, yes. Um, I do have Shinsuke. He was my second round pick. So mm-hmm. I would have scored points with Shinsuke winning the championship. Mm-hmm. Um, but once he loses it, you lose. So you win five points when they win the championship, yep. you get two points if they retain it. And then you lose two points when they lose the belt. Who is Corbin? Uh, Corbin would be, uh, our friend Ty. Come on, you gotta have the big white guy giants. You gotta have the big white guy giants. Vince loves those guys. My first round pick was Braun Strowman. Yeah, no, that's a smart move. Yeah, that yeah. could be the other one. I, I'm hoping so because I also have Brock Lesnar. Oh, okay. You went really good with the tall white guys. I and I also have Sheamus. <laughs> You're doing pretty good this year. Yep. I and uh, do I have any other tall white guys? I think those are my only tall white guys. No, I have Cassius Ono, but he's I. Who knows with that guy? They hired him. Yeah, they brought him back. So mm-hmm. as long as he doesn't get cut, as long as he doesn't get Austin Aries, which was minus five points for me. Aries, didn't he ask to leave? He did, but that like they they futured endeavored him. Sure. So that's minus five points. Mm, okay. Yeah. Like if you're, but con- then you get a new pick, right? Yeah. Because which, you're 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 without. Yes, I then immediately took Mike Kanellis, who had not had his debut match. Okay. The stipulation is, um, so if someone makes a debut on WWE programming straight to the main roster without going through NXT, that's four points. Mm-hmm. And the way a debut is considered is when they have their first match. Okay. So Mike Kanellis had already been introduced to the universe, but he hadn't had his match. So I picked him up. And so losing Austin Aries was only minus one because I got four points right back. All right. Not too shabby. Oh, yeah. This, there's, there's, a, there's a lot of wheeling and dealing in fantasy WWE. Oh, man. It's so hard to keep up with this stuff. It is. As the person who has to keep up with it for uh, the rest of my life. <laughs> um, so, okay. So, we have all that. We have uh, uh, you know, everything's going down with, uh, with Breezango and happening there. And there's just interesting stuff happening on SmackDown just in general with uh, the stuff going on. But there's 
there's one person though in particular that uh, is is really carving out a niche for themselves. Yes, uh, Aiden English. Mm, yes, he's been a he's been a real standout performer. He has. I, I I you know I thought when they when he lost Simon Gotch that was gonna hurt him. I I was one of the right. few people who liked the vaudevillains. I thought it was a. You were. I was. Maybe why. This, I, it was it was a fun bit. It was different. Um, I liked their presentation. Like their in ring stuff never just like never matched up to like their. I'm a big fan, I'm a big fan of entrances. One of the reasons why okay. Shinsuke is one of my favorite, and I, I love like the guy who comes gather around and they show them Smiley. it's in black and white. Yeah, and then you know they do their poses whatnot. So I, I was a fan of them. It was definitely something where you could tell Vince wasn't going to like it. Um, oh, two tiny guys mm-mm. doing old stuff. I didn't get it because it were like I didn't connect to it rather because it wasn't. They didn't see it the whole way through. It's like oh, we're we're old style and we like old things, sort of. Mm-hmm. They talk into a microphone. Like don't talk into a microphone. Talk into a big megaphone. That'd be that would have been great. Like I I don't know what the what their true as the characters appeal was to old times. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, the I think what would have also been fun is, like, when they go to cut promos, you know, they just, like, move their mouths, like, don't say anything, and then, like, old-timey movie appears on the, the yeah. Titan and, like, that is their promo. Yeah. One of them plays the Piana, Absolutely. you know, when the stuff's happening. I don't know. It just, it, it didn't fully connect with me, and, uh, but I, I thought the same thing. I'm like, oh, gotcha has gone, English is doomed. Absolutely, but... English is he's he's carved something for himself. Yeah, and I I don't know I don't know if we've we've talked about this, but uh, when I went to college, I went uh, into a theater program. Oh, so as a which uh, theater program? The University of Michigan. Oh. Go Blue, great theater program. Our musical theater program at the University of Michigan is the top music theater program in the nation, in the world. Really? Uh, University of Michigan's musical theater program has turned out more stars, more leading roles on Broadway than any other school. Hugh Jackman. Okay, not Hugh Jackman. Okay. Yeah, like these are going to be like Broadway people you've never heard of. Uh, I've heard of Hugh Jackman. I wouldn't call him Broadway. But I still... (laughs) I mean, come on. I... (laughs) He's done Broadway, but yeah. but he's not like a traditional Broadway. Broadway, actor. Broadway wants him back at any moment. Yeah, Broadway will fillet those testicles if they need to. Uh, uh, Harry Potter, you go there. He's uh, on Broadway with the horse. He, so funny story. My my, I'm friends with some with people at Michigan who did Harry Potter the musical. Oh, and which elevated one of them into like actual stardom mm-hmm. like he he had a very popular role on glee and he's bounced around doing a few things so wow yeah so i, I turned that one right back at you you're friends with hugh jackman i am friends with hugh jackman wow. it is he true. can do anything that guy um but what i was going to say is mm-hmm. i do have a lot of connections in the musical theater program oh. and they have connections to other musical theater programs. It's how they roll uh-huh i was actually able to get aiden english here today no i i got him I got your musical theater connection. Like, listen, you want me here? You've always brought in these these great people, and I I wanted to bring in someone, and I brought in English. I'm I'm gonna go get him in. I appreciate that. Look, this is great. I mean, I guess I'll set out some stuff that I figure he might want. Just gonna get some Perrier out here. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the podcast, Aiden English. Hello. Uh, Thank you so much for being on the show today. Uh, We really appreciate you carving out the time. It is my pleasure to be here with you. Okay. Uh, Well, uh, I mean, hey, look, buddy, you you don't have to do the singing thing the whole time. I mean, we can just talk, you know, if it's it's more comfortable for you. I have to sing... Oh, geez. All right. Uh, sure. Yeah, you got to sing. Okay. Yeah. So, boy. Uh, so you're the artist now, huh? I am. But do you want to know why I'm always singing? Okay. Look, you don't. You don't have to sing all the time. You don't have to sing all the time. It's not. A, it's an important thing. I have to sing. Okay. Why? Why do you have to sing? I have. A disability that forces me to constantly sing. Okay, look, I'm not buying it. You're 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 just trying to be a jerk and get everybody to boo you. You know what? You're 
You're being a bit of an asshole, Aiden English, okay? I am not. This is who I am. Why do people boo a man with a disability? What are you, are you, are you being serious right now? One hundred percent. Do you think I would sing the rest of my life? I have no friends. I have no wife. I, 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 I didn't know that you really had a disability. I'm sorry. I called you an asshole. This is terrible. You did. You did. You called me an asshole. Would you have called FDR an asshole? Is that, is that a wrestler? I'm not FTR. Franklin Delano Roosevelt. Oh, sorry. Uh, oh, why? Oh, because he was president. Look, I don't get political and just call people assholes or nothing like that. He had polio. Okay, look, I understand that you have a disability, but you're now telling me that somebody had polio? Yeah, right, and I bet they couldn't walk around. Like, we'd have a lame president, someone that couldn't get out of a chair or something like that. Okay, they cured polio a long time ago, okay? They didn't cure it for him. Such as the way they can cure my singing disability. Oh, my... Oh, I I just looked this up on Google. Oh, I had no idea that... Franklin Delano Roosevelt had polio and he couldn't walk and he was in a wheelchair. I oh, I feel I feel like such an asshole right now. You kind of are an asshole, just like the WWE universe. I, look, I, Aiden English, I apologize on behalf of everybody uh, for you and for FDR. I mean, we didn't know that you had a disability. You know, we we just thought you were trying to antagonize the crowd. Why did you think I wanted to be in the vaudevillains and act where I could have been silent? But no! Vince McMahon wants me to sing. He parades me out there to make money off my disability. If I could stop, I would have stopped so long ago. That's why they had to have got rid of Simon Gotch. He was going insane. I... I just thought you were taking whatever spot you could. You know, you would have been a rosebud if you could have been a rosebud. I don't know. I just I just thought you were trying to, you know, get a job. I would have been a rosebud because they're silent. I want to stop singing. Like the rosebuds actually used to sing all the time. That's what they did. That's why Vince wanted me to be a rosebud. Oh, fuck! Um, ladies and gentlemen, Aiden English. I'm going to go now and cry. God, this this feels terrible. Dude, Aiden English is crying a storm right now. What did you do to him, man? I don't blame him. He has a freakish disability, and I don't sympathize with it. I would never give to that charity. Did, did you not know about his disability? No, I didn't. I mean, it's. I mean, I know people who would have killed for that disability. Like the man, the man's got some pipes. Sure, and you know, some people don't believe in depression and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Look, that's more serious. But that shit, like, I don't. I don't sympathize. Like, I felt bad when he was sitting in front of me, but now that he's not in front of me, I don't feel bad at all. I mean, no one really does. I mean, he, he's making good money, and I mean, come on. And he looks like Cesaro. He kind of does. Yeah. He kind of does. So, you know what? Now he's not around. Fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. Well, Fuck that guy. Now, now you're just making fun of his disability. I, well, yeah, I am. I, it, it's kind of hilarious. It is kind of funny. <laughs> but oh. he's a hell of a singer. He... Gold, golden voice. Really. A platinum voice. Right. Uh, uh, metal above platinum yep. voice. Uh, uh, adamantium voice. Ooh. Like a Hugh Jackman Broadway star. Unatanium voice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah. So we got SummerSlam rolling around. Excitement level at this point. Is, I, it, just, is it just shot off the charts? It, it's pretty high up there. Um, before the Shinsuke match, I, I would still have been very excited, but now I'm, I'm really amped up. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm very excited for uh, what, what could be a very good SummerSlam. 
with a hundred matches on it right now. Right. Well, that's another one of the. It's the four hour show. Yes. So I always forget that. I'll, I'm sure when SummerSlam rolls around, I'll tune in at the normal time and I'll go. Why is this the opening match? This seems kind of important. Why is why is, why is Jinder Mahal and Shinsuke fighting for the <laughs> WWE title right now? Right. I mean, well, it's gonna be a four, and then like there's gonna probably be a pre-show, probably yep, at kickoff, minimum yeah. at minimum an hour. Yeah. So I think we got a five hour five hours of wrestling to get through. God, it's so it's such a strange thing to think about when being a kid, where it's like, oh, I just want more. I just want more and more and more and more. And now when just oversaturated with so much where you go, just cut it down a little bit. Like I'm not against the amount of wrestling, but Mm -hmm. the, the immediacy of having to watch it. It's like, if you, if you don't watch this, you're behind. Yes. Where, you know, if you rented the old Coliseum videos and it's like, Oh wait, there's a match of Macho Man versus Shawn Michaels. Well, that sounds cool, but it's evergreen. I can watch it at any point and it doesn't affect the story of everything. Absolutely. Stupid internet just ruining everything. Like, we have to watch it. Like, like I, I will be doing a fantasy football draft during SmackDown. Football? Football. Ugh. Sports things, I know. Oh, man. You're yeah. into that, too? I'm into a lot of things. You're you're what JR loves. Mm-hmm. You're, it's that. When he's doing commentary, he's talking to you. He is. That's that, that, I think that, that that's why JR has always been my favorite. Have you had a sauce? I have not, but I've always wanted to. So you haven't had the barbecue sauce? I have not. Have you had the sauce? I've had all the sauces. Oh, how is it? It's great. Oh, I'm getting. I want to get the, some. The uh, the original barbecue sauce, very very good. Mm-hmm. The uh, I my favorite is is main event mustard. Main event mustard. Mm-hmm. Okay. Got a little bit of kick to it, and it's very good. And then there's the chipotle ketchup. Eh, I'm not a big chipotle fan. I like I like chipotle in their burritos, but chipotle the actual sauce. Yeah, it just doesn't do a whole lot. It's like yeah. oh, this is mildly different ketchup. And then there's a spicy barbecue sauce again. Like yeah, that's all right. Okay. But the main event mustard is... That's my favorite. Um, would, would you have a hot dog with some main event mustard with the main event mafia? I would. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And Scott Steiner would probably call me fat while it happened. Probably. You know what? I may be able to... Can I, I mean, Scott Steiner and I from the same hometown. Oh, he's also a musical theater guy? I had no idea. Yeah. Well, actually, he... He's probably in Camelot with that chain mail. Uh, yeah, that's perfect. Or, or Spamalot. The, uh, either one. Not, either one. He's ready for it. But he, he didn't get the humor in that. No. He, he just played it very straight. That man does not get humor in general. <laughs> no. No, that's not really his forte. No, it's not. Um, I'm trying to think uh, what else is going on. Um, well, one thing like I just want to touch upon here, like sure. going back to Shinsuke, I know that's kind of my thing. Sure. My apologies, but we got to touch upon this a little bit. Okay. Shinsuke almost murdering John Cena. Uh, that's strong style, bro. That's, that, that's how they do it in Japan. You land on the back of your neck. That's what you get. Yeah. So what, 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 so do you have any thoughts about this? Like whose fault do you have? Do you blame anyone? Does, did it take away from the match? Uh, oh no. Yeah. Not at all. Did it take away my thought? My theory is that John Cena did that on purpose, that he's such a pro and made it look way worse than it was. <laughs> and just to enhance who Shinsuke is and that move. That's my theory on it. That that is an interesting theory. My the the thing that I would say takes away from the theory is like right after the match, you you could easily see Shinsuke apologizing to John Cena, going "I'm sorry," and then Cena's telling him "Don't be sorry." Is that right? That there's "I am sorry, don't be sorry." Yeah, maybe it's trying to call moves in the match, and he's like uh, "drop kick," and, he's, and then afterwards, like "That's not a drop kick. Your English is terrible." Exactly. That was a back body <laughs> drop. I'm so sorry. I don't know English. Like, yeah, it's don't be sorry. Just learn it. I learned Mandarin for crying out loud. He, he did. Mm-hmm. Man is that man is trying to take over the world. Um, but no, I, I would agree with you. It definitely did not take away from the match. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's uh, if if it actually like was a botch, I don't care whose fault it was. They're both fine. These things happen when you are in this business. Yeah, and, and I, I wouldn't even look at that as a botch. It's like, look, that's that enhances the story that much more. So for the jaded fans mm-hmm. that we start to question, go, oh, shit, did Cena really get hurt? And for those who have really the least amount of smarkiness to it all, would go like, oh, my God, is Cena dead? 
Look at what Shinsuke did and just enhances it that much more. Yeah. He it's is a happy the, accident. He is the king of strong style and he just cemented that title with that one move. I mean, that, what a great match. Like, I, they, they, they worked well together. I love their comedy bits at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Cena doing the you can't see me, just Shinsuke rub. Like, that's the stuff that made me fall in love with Shinsuke right away. Like, it was... I don't know if you've ever watched the Wrestle Kingdom 9 match of him and AJ Styles. I did when it was first on, so I've never gone back and watched it since. So that was my introduction to Nakamura. That, my, mine too. Um, and I just like when AJ does, like, the bullet club, like, shoots a bullet at him, and Shinsuke just catches it and eats the bullet. <laughs> I'm like, yes, this guy gets I it. I forgot about that. I am 100% behind him. And, like, he would do that stuff all the time in NXT... Like, he had a match with Ty Dillinger, and Ty was doing the 10, 10. And Shinsuke was just, like, blinking, like, what what, what, what are you doing? And, like, counting out 10. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that's that's the stuff, like, that gives Shinsuke his unique character, and he needs to do more of. Mm-hmm. Versus just, like, you know, the the weird movements, which, which are great, but it's his personality in the ring that really sold me on the guy. Okay. So I, I was a huge fan of the match. Glad that Cena wasn't actually hurt um, and happy with the results. So like, that's the last I'll talk about Shinsuke here, but I just had to bring that up. Are you upset that they didn't save the Punjabi prison match for SummerSlam between Shinsuke and Jinder Mahal? Well, Would they, that have been the better spot to well, do this? Well, now you can do an, an, an internment camp match. That's beautiful. Right. But where, is, is there a mic around? I mean, other than the one I'm talking into, I, please don't I, drop this mic. They are expensive. I'm gonna. I'm, I have. I have a. I have a blue uh, dry erase marker. Oh no, those are wildly expensive. Please Ow, don't drop that. Oh, oh my God, it's oh, leaking everywhere. God. Oh, those are not to be dropped. Okay, well, I'm just gonna use this 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 towel to clean it up. Oh no, don't drop that towel. Oh God. That was the uh, that was the last towel used by Muhammad Ali. Oh God, why? Oh, how about these Faberge eggs? Maybe that'll help clean up this. Those are phony. Those okay. are from the dollar store. It's totally fine. Oh yeah, they, these are just plastic. Easter yeah. eggs. Yeah, yeah. It's- okay. I should have just used that. Let me I'll just scoop this up. It's like the three shells over here. <laughs> Demolition fans out there. Yes, yes. Hashtag, how do you use the three shells? I, I have tried to figure that out for the longest time. Like, I really think about that. Right. It, it keeps me up at night sometimes, just being like... What is your current theory on the three shells in Demolition Man? For those that don't know who have not seen Demolition Man, first off, I don't know why you listen to this podcast. Yeah. Uh, secondly... It's so after you in the future in this perfect utopian society, after you uh, drop a deuce or a domino uh, and you got to you got to clean your back area. There are three seashells. There are no there's no toilet paper. There's Mm -hmm. no bidet. Uh, It's it's, you use the three seashells and Rob Schneider's character mocked Sylvester Stallone's character for not knowing how to use the three seashells. And it wasn't just. uh, Rob Schneider's character, like everyone was like, "Oh my god, what is this guy? Like a baby?" They, they're laughing at him. Um, just to, just to piggyback off one thing you said there, sure. If you listen to this podcast and you've not seen Demolition Man, go fuck yourself, or watch it, or yeah, pa- pa- pause demo, like pause this podcast, watch the movie, go fuck yourself for not having seen it before, and then come back and then you'll understand the three seashell bit, or, or tweet at the NASA and go like. Hey man, it was before my time. <laughs> I'm gonna watch it later. St- still though, still that that is that is some millennial bull malarkey. If you've not seen Demolition Man, I, I'm okay with it. Just go watch it, people. The movie holds up better now than it did when it first came out. I could see that. Yeah. Okay. We're gonna have to rewatch. We're gonna have to watch this. We're gonna have to watch that. I love that movie. It's one of my favorite movies. Um, so but theory, yeah. theory. Three How seashells. do the three seashells used? I think to clean yourself. I think each one is for sort of a quadrant of the back area. Okay. The first one I think is the main event one where you want to swipe mostly in the middle, okay. scooping out as much as possible. And then the last two are used for each cheek area to do some uh, additional cleaning. Okay. I, I think that's, probably the way it goes i mean do, do you have a theory on the three seashells and how they're used my current theory is you use two of them like pinchers mm-hmm. and you and you you clear you you just do a big clean out okay you just do one big you know chopstick scoop and then boom you got that and then for the last seashell uh you just place it in there and it dissolves mm. 
Just put it up like up there. And just put it in there. It's basically like a little bidet mm-hmm. almost. Okay, okay, I can see that. Hmm. That like because of the other like with mine, the big question is like, what do you do with the three shells after you have used them? Do, you, do are are they flushable? Because in the movie, you don't see like a little. You don't see waste baskets for the three seashells. You just see like a little platform mm-hmm. where it looks like the same three seashells. Say that five times fast are always placed. It's tricky. I don't know. I don't know if someone comes in there or you, you come up and you're like, uh, pardon me, I've just taken a deuce and or domino. Uh, so if you could please refill that cherry. And then, you know, someone comes in and goes, oh, all right, I'll replace them now. Absolutely. I don't know. Yeah. I also like the term uh, domino. I, 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 I'm a big fan of the deuce, but I've never heard the domino. Well, domino's the real deuce amongst that group. So mm. Uh, mm. he was terrible. Yeah. Just the worst. <laughs> mm-hmm. Nice try, Tamina. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, the three seashells. Who 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 would have thought we'd be bringing that up here today? It's uh, well with this show, it's very likely. Yeah, the, the the crazy wackiness we tend to get ourselves into. I mean, RoboCop appeared on the show a couple weeks ago. These oh, things happen. Wow. These things happen. I, I missed RoboCop. You missed RoboCop, the savior of Detroit. Mm-hmm. Man, where was I? Oh yeah, probably just like crying and masturbating somewhere that makes sense use your tears it's natural lube yep um another huge thing that happened this week that i have been loving okay what 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 have you been loving my friend enzo amore what whoa whoa whoa, whoa, whoa. did you just say love and enzo i'm sorry i cut you off but just those words together love and enzo amore coming out of your mouth that my heart just skipped a beat. That he proved that he's even more of a scumbag than he's ever been. And there it is. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, if you don't know the story, well, you definitely should because it's amazing. There's a, a stripper in Buffalo by the name of Queen Bee that went on a rant on Twitter talking about that Enzo Amore came in and didn't tip well and wasted her time. Talked about how famous he was, bragging this and that. He's so rich and so famous and ended up giving her $10 in singles and denied her a photo because of TMZ would get wind of it and circulate it around. Oh, because pissing off a stripper and having her tweet out doesn't get this TMZ. Okay, so let me give you let me give you guys a little Sharif life lesson here. Ooh. Strip club etiquette yes it's very important whatever you may think of a stripper that is your own business if you decide to attend a strip club yes and you talk to a stripper yes or she's taking time out of her schedule to talk to you to make you feel good to show you attention they obviously love you and want to marry you yep 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 no what no no they want your money and you are obligated to give them said money in the long run, when you get married and sign uh, the, the bank account to both names, right? Yeah, absolutely. Wrong. What? It's a one-night thing. You're never going to see her again. If you go to a strip club multiple times, eh, that's kind of weird. Now, sometimes love comes out of a strip club. It's possible, but it's not happening to you. It's not happening to me. It's not happening to anyone who's listening to this podcast. The world's a cruel, cruel place. Give the stripper your money have her grind up on your PP and call it a night. But wait, uh, Diamond and Sapphire and Emerald all said that I was special. You have visited a lot of strip clubs, my friend. Did you give them money? I mean, why? There was there was so much uh, natural feelings happening. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They were doing their job. Oh. Yeah. Don't worry. Hey, it's all right. But hey, I'm not famous. I don't know about this stuff. Yeah. That's I mean, a, we have a special insider. Really? Someone came forward and said they wanted to come and talk on the show and just, you know, talk openly about the situation. And apparently an eyewitness. We, we have an eyewitness. I guess this. so. Like, they, they just wanted to keep things, you know, they didn't want to put it out in the universe because I guess there's been, already been so much publicity about it. <laughs> so I guess they wanted to keep things on the on the down low. Sure, sure. This is some breaking news here. Hashtag breaking news on the Curtain Dirt podcast. Hey guys, what's happening? Whoa. How are you? Hey, what's up? I've met you before. You, I don't know. You're different. Yeah, my, I, I'm Sharif. I'm, I'm kind of new here. Oh, gross. Steve got like a tan. What's that about? I, this is just my natural complexion. I, I'm typically a, a brown dude. Okay. Have you? Have you? Have you? Have you? Have you been? the ring before 
I have not, and I'm sorry. I'm sorry for 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 those who may be a little confused here. What 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 is your name? I'm Courtney the Ring Rat. What's up? How's it going? Oh, I've I, met Hulk Hogan before. Did you know that? I, Hulk Hogan's like, hey girl. I'm like, what's up, player? And he's like, do you want to come back to my place? I'm like, okay, maybe if you tear off your shirt in half. I was like, no, I'll never, I'm I'm playing hard to get, so I didn't do it. But I, I met him. Okay, so Courtney the Ring right here. I, I, I know you've been on the podcast before, not while well, I've been here. Um, you're 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 pretty infamous around here, and uh, you're an eyewitness to this. Yeah, I was yeah. there. You were there. I was there. Okay, and, and do you wh- know where I was? No, I was about that. I was there. You were there. That's where I was. I was there. I was at the strip club, okay. and I saw Enzo Amore, and I saw Queen Bee, and they were talking, and they're like. Hey, what's going on? Oh, what's that? Your dick? Oh, okay, that's awesome. And they're like, show it. And he's like, I got ten dollars. There is so much stuff that happened. Did you? See, were you there? I I was I was not at the strip club. So you're you're saying Enzo? Oh my Moore god! Are you Mark Henry? I I am I am not that fat and and black. He's like he's. Have you okay? One time I met Mark Henry and I was like, "Hey, do you want to see my nipples?" And he's like, "I'm world's strongest man." I'm like, "That's cool." And I showed him one of my nipples because I was playing hard to get. I didn't want to like you know just I didn't want to be like a slut or anything. No, naturally. But I was a big fan because I was like, I saw that one match where you picked up that guy. It, you know, he he has my number now. Yeah, we're all familiar with that match where you picked up that one guy. That's it's a five star. It was great. I was there for that match, uh, watching at home on TV. It was it was great. You were you were live from your couch. Yeah. Oh my god, it was so awesome. It was it was on my DVR, so it's like from a week ago or something. But okay. it was like as it was happening, I was there live in the stadium mm-hmm. at home. In front of the TV. Showing Mark Henry one nipple. Yeah. And he's like, I'll call you later. And he's like, okay, he's got my number, so it's cool. Awesome. Okay, this is this is some groundbreaking stuff here. So I, 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 I you know, the Mark Henry story is great, but let's let's go back to Enzo Moore. This is kind of the lead here. This is breaking yeah. news. Oh my this, god. Okay, yeah. So he, he whipped he whipped it out. He whipped out his little a little amore. Oh, I mean, I don't know about that because I was talking with Big Cass because he was there too. And Big Cass was also okay. I'm like, hey, can you teach how to be seven feet tall? And he's he's like, uh, what? And then I was like, is it seven feet tall? And he's like, I'll show you. I don't know if I, look. I had a drink or seven, mm-hmm. and I don't know if he was showing me his leg or if he was showing me his his penis. So I looked at. It, I was like, that's that's big. Is that a kneecap in there? And I don't know if his penis has a kneecap in it or not. But I was like, oh, my God, do you and Enzo want to tag team me? And he's like, we're not really friends anymore. I'm like, that's okay. You don't have to face each other. And, you know, he he must have gotten some food or something because he was busy. But I was like, we were if you know, like when you make a deal mm-hmm. that you you get you get a seal. You get a seal like a seal comes out and honks a horn. Oh, OK. And a then you, you get a seal to deal it. And then they're like, we did, we made a deal with steals. That's what almost happened with Big Cass and I and Enzo Amore. Like we almost, we almost did all that. But I was like, that's crazy. I'm not 29 anymore. Okay, let, let's just take a, a one second break here because I'm sure many of the the listeners. Oh my god! Thank god, I just oh it's so hot in here. I'm just gonna air myself out. Oh god! Oh my god! Oh god! Oh, oh god! Oh my god! No, please, please, please put. All did of you that ever back know on. that guy Test? I please put all that stuff back on and then we can talk about time. Hey, you want to take a break? I was yeah, I mean, you just went on a long stream. I wanted to make sure our listeners were able to get all of that if they needed to rewind. Sure. I'm thinking about them here. But okay, I think your clothes are back on. Your your underwear's on the floor. That's fine. The important stuff is on. Go ahead. Please tell me about uh, Do you know text. Rocky Johnson is it's a fake name? It, it was Rocky Johnson cuz it's not that's a fake name. A lot of guys have names based on their characters. She doesn't have a Rocky Johnson at all. It's it's rather smooth. So you have seen Enzo's dick, you have seen Big Cass's maybe dick with a kneecap and now you're saying you've seen The Rock's rock? I uh, Rocky Johnson. I, oh my god. Oh, you're such a noob. That's his dad. 
Oh. Rocky Johnson is his dad because he's okay. he's uh, the the rock that the rock is the rock. His first name's the, and his last name's Rock. Okay, so you've seen the Rock's dad's Rock. Yeah, it's it's they should call it smooth or like granite or like whatever one of them is like soft. Like I don't know, like seashell. That's like a rock. Those are soft because of the ocean. Okay. Have you ever been to the ocean? Uh, yeah, we live, we're right by the ocean now. Oh, that's so weird how when the water splashes you, it stings. You know what I'm talking about? Like it, when the water hits you mm-hmm. in areas, that it just has a burning sensation. It's like, that's weird. It's wet. It shouldn't sting like that. Yeah, it, it shouldn't. You may want to see a physician about that. Oh my God. This one time I totally made out with sting. You you made out with Sting. Bash at the beach, ninety, uh, and we totally like he couldn't keep his hands off me, and he's like, just why don't you put a cork in it? Why don't you stop it right now? Why don't you do? It? I'm like, no no no, you stop. And he's like, no seriously, stop it. I'm like, no no no, seriously, you stop. He's like, get off of me. I'm gonna call security. I'm like, you're you make me secure, and um, it was great. I spent a night in jail. Wow. Um. I don't have much time left with you here, so but something I, I just have to know. Yeah, all I'm, right. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say I'm gonna just say some wrestlers. I just want to know if you've seen their penises. Oh, oh my god! Oh, oh my god! You just want me to come on here and talk about penises and talk about gross stuff and want me to just reveal that? Oh my god! Grow up! That is so immature. If you just want to like mess around, lady, just give me a call or something. Okay, my number is uh, four. That 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 is a great phone number. Wow, thank you. Uh, awesome. Well, Courtney, it, it's been great seeing you here. Yeah, shout out to Queen Bee. What up, girl? Look, you owe me five of that ten dollars that Enzo gave you because I introduced you guys. Excellent, great. Well, there's the door. I think I see a wrestler outside who wants to show you his penis. So, oh my god, that looks like tugboat. Oh my god, we he got that name from me. I'm sure he did. I'm sure he did. Oh, boy. I can't wow. sit down in this chair. No, I, I would burn it. Yeah. Oh. I, oh. Oh, my God. She was vile, and I'm a desperate man. Look, she loves the sport, you know? Mm-hmm. She loves the show. She does. You can't fault her for that. She's old school. I, I just wanted to know how many wrestlers' penises she's seen. I'm trying to get be a journalist here. That's good journalism, Sharif. Right. Just getting down to the brass tacks. I mean, like, there there is a conspiracy a conspiracy here. She has seen Enzo's, I believe, the Rock's dad's, mm-hmm. Mark Henry she showed a nipple to while she was at home. I am I'm very confused and slightly aroused. I may need to seek help. I understand. That's oh. I mean, we have a counseling center here. We we do in the, the Phil Ranta Studios, the yeah. the Phil Ranta counseling center. It's, you know, it's open 24 seven. Yep. There's not always someone here, but it's open 24 seven. It absolutely is. We'll make sure to uh, leave the address of uh, the Phil Ranta uh, counseling center here. If you want to come visit, if you're in the Los Angeles area, it's always open. If you need help. Yep. Don't worry about any barking dogs or closed gates. Just come right on in. Come right on in. You're always welcome. Mm-hmm. Even when everything is shut, you're yep. always welcome. Absolutely. That's the type of guy Phil is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. What a. What a crazy week. A very crazy week. And I am sure next week will probably be just as crazy. Absolutely. I'll be coming back from Vegas, hopefully with a lot of money. Oh, mm. how? Uh, where are you staying? I'm staying at the Mirage. Everybody go find Sharif at the Mirage. Yep. I will be playing in a Baccarat tournament where I could win hundreds of thousands of dollars if I win the tournament. Really? Yeah. I think the winner gets $125,000. What would you? What? What's the first thing you would get? If you won $125,000, like what's the first major purchase? I mean, other than like, oh, I'm going to get gas, mm-hmm. maybe a plane ticket home or like a meal. Yeah. Like, I mean, like I, what's the first, the first big thing I, yeah. I purchase, uh, probably a, a nice car followed by a trophy wife. You heard it here first. You get WWE 2K18 collector's edition. <laughs> seen enough. Cause he loves it so much. So, what do you got going on? What do you want to plug? Uh, let's always plug the same old things. You can follow me at, on Twitter, at the Nasser. Uh, if you want to check out some uh, old YouTube videos, you can watch uh, youtube.com slash 
the Nasser. That's where I'm at. Uh, thank you for following me on, on Twitter. I think I'm still at around 30 uh, followers. That's awesome. It makes me feel like I have 30 friends. So I, I appreciate it. And, and Scott, what if the people want to watch you or follow you? Don't forget. What about that Uber Eats code? Oh, you! I almost forgot. If you want some delicious Uber Eats, make sure you use the promo code EATS-UberSnasser. That's eats dash uber snasser if you just want an uber ride and you've never done uber before you just shorten that down to uber snasser s-n-a-s-r okay good yes i was gonna say please spell it is that only in the states i believe you can do that anywhere you are um you will i think you will get some credit the the currency and the rules around that i forget but just do it Okay. Because you'll get something, I'll get something, we'll all be happy. We'll get you'll get a shout out on the show because you will be the first. Yeah, I will I will shout you out to the heavens. Okay. Uh for me, you can check out youtube.com slash on your mark show. This week's guest coming up, Shane Helms. That's right, the hurricane. What? Sugar Shane, Gregory Helms, all that good stuff. He will be on the show. You're gonna want to see that. That's an exclusive. That's that's not even been out yet. Uh and also Dave made a maze hits theaters for one week only august 18th go to davemadeamaze.com check out screenings and see if your town uh is is uh is going to be showing the theater at a uh in the city where you're at um and then um also you can pre-order the movie on itunes and on uh blu-ray and on dvd that uh video on demand hits on august 18th as well so be sure to check that out i think that about does it that, absolutely, and I, I, I've seen some of the trailers for Dave Made Mace. It looks great. I'm really excited to check this out. Uh, it'll be cool, and if you're in the L.A. area, I know I'll be attending a, a few showings there, and as will Steve's ears, so be sure to come on out for that. We'll see you there. Yep. Make sure you, you give Scott a good old hug. He loves that. Uh, get away from me. <laughs> Sh- shake shake his hands. After you use the bathroom in the three seashells, <laughs> shake his hands. No! I don't know how you use them! I'm Scott Narver. I'm Sharif Nasser. Enjoy your wrestling, kids! <laughs>